This is uh, Officer Kikowski saying that love is not admissible evidence, and shut up, Leonard. Yes, wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Yes. Where are the white women at? Shut up, Leonard. I found your YouTube page. What's the point in reviewing frozen pizza? You're a bomb. Shut up, Leonard. Nobody even knows what you're talking about. I heard about your prescription socks. Strike two! Shut up, Leonard. I know about your crooked wang. Come on, Leonard. Shut up. You smell like mentholiptus. Put on a bathing suit. Shut up, Leonard. There are no white women here, Leonard. This is not a party. What it is, soul brother. I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. We like community. We do. Uh, we're going to talk about episode 10 of season 6 today called Basic, Basic RV Repair and Palmistry. Written by Dan Guterman. And let's give old, thanks... Old Guter balls. Let's give thanks to Alex Machine of Slackter.com for providing... S-L-A-C-K-T-O-R-Y.com. Providing our theme song, the Shut Up Leonard Megamix. Uh, go to Slackter.com. Yes, wonderful. For more of those... Yes, wonderful. <laughs> uh, ...remixes and uh, fun videos as such. Fun stuff. Uh, at the end of the episode, we'll tell you more about our Patreon, uh, but Patreon just know that free. you can go there and support us, and uh, very shortly... We'll be giving you some Nobody bonus apps. About the and if you give inquiry. enough money, you can choose the bonus apps. That's kinda, it'll get explained on the thing. Don't worry yep. about it. Uh, and the hashtag for this episode. Palms of America. Hands on wheels. Five fingers. Eight wheels. Because that's how many wheels an RV have. Uh, Greendale. That, that's that the hashtag? Are you okay? That's a lot of... I think that's over 140 characters, that entire tirade there. Well, only... I mean, the first two... That was like three separate hashtags I just threw out. Oh, okay. It's yeah. hashtag three weeks earlier. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the hashtag, guys. Hashtag five fingers, seven Greendale men. Five finger, seven Greendale, eight wheel. There you go. <laughs> we need a six. <laughs> uh, I couldn't think of one. Three weeks. Four Ooh. apologies. Probably. Well, at least. Five fingers. Fingers. That's right. Six, Six apologies. Six flashbacks. Six flashbacks. Probably. Seven Green Greendalos. Eight. I think they go by Green Dalians. Eight. What was eight? Wheels. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Let's get on with it. Overview of this app. Overview. Everybody's in an RV. There's a giant hand on top of it, and Abed wants to flashback to three weeks earlier. Yeah. That's it, guys. That's the overview. Thanks for listening. We're Andrew and Matt. <laughs> That's never how we've ended it. <laughs> uh, so let's just start at the top. Yeah. We got this RV. Yeah. It's driving on a hillside. Mountainside. Mountainside. Say. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Giant hand on top. Let's describe the hand. Yeah. Uh, at one point in the early on in the episode, uh, it was described as a 19-foot fiberglass hand. Yeah. Would you say that's accurate? 19 feet? No. Looks a little shorter than 19. Yeah. That's, they're using uh, wrestling uh, measuring. <laughs> Good. I like yeah. it. Uh, but the hand is very specifically in a gripping uh, motion, as if it is holding something, but the, there's an emptiness where you could put an item in the hand. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's not quite a fist because it's 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 gripping. Like picture uh, King Kong holding on to Feyre, yeah. but Feyre is not there. Feyre is not there. That's 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 the amount of grippage mm-hmm. that this hand is displaying. I think that's important. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the group is uh kind of writing in silence, and Abed is remarking on how yeah uh, wouldn't this be a great time for uh, three weeks earlier? Yeah. Like, here we are. We're in an RV. We got this hand on top. Isn't it mysterious? And yeah. We could use a flashback. Yes. But none comes. And three, I noticed <laughs> three weeks seems to be, I, I think, standard flashback distance. I've noticed that three there's three we- weeks and then there's six months. That's a good yeah, one, too. Yeah, in, in, in just in general. Yeah. For some reason, it's been universally decided that uh, three weeks is enough time to, to, to do things, to yeah. set up whatever's happening. Yeah. You see this in movies, TV, comics. It's, it's for some reason three weeks and then six months for if it's something that's like a really long time ago. Or, or I mean, six months is like a good pregnancy fake out yeah, time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. But three weeks is what they're doing here, and yeah. it's it's a standard. Is what Abed's going and for. And I like the way they play with this, because uh, as we've discussed in our personal lives before, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on air, 
Uh, I'm not usually a fan of the, uh, the uh, to, to get all film schooly on you, the in-media res opening. Oh, yeah, it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty lame. It's a pretty lame opening because it's you should either figure out a way to make the first scene interesting, yeah, or just take your interesting scene and go from there. You shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do a bait and switch where it's like, hey, this is interesting. Now, now here's the boring stuff. I have to sit through all of our explanation of how we get to that point. Yeah, one of the great flaws of the first Iron Man film, I would say. Taking shots. Shots fired. Me versus Oh, Iron I guess. Man. I forgot that they did that. Yeah, they did. I've been meaning to do a rewatch of, and I want to do them in chronological order. Mm-hmm. The, all three Iron Men, mm-hmm. the Captain Americas, mm-hmm. wait, and the Avengers? Hold on. I think just the Iron Man's <laughs> and the Caps. forgot what you want to do. Just the Iron Man's and the Caps. Yeah. That's all I need. Chronological by setting or chronological by release date? Oh, that's very interesting. <laughs> I like that. Because then you'd have to watch most of the first Captain America pause it before well, the no, last I'd, scene <laughs> i wouldn't be silly i'd watch all of captain america yeah. and then do the iron man's and then the other and then put the cap in the middle of well that's how iron it, man's well no it would be it would be cap one all three iron man's then cap two. Ooh, i like that a lot yeah. i'm gonna do that okay <laughs> all right guys see you later <laughs> <laughs> gotta do that right now anyway the point is i think uh i think this is a dumb trope usually but i really enjoy the way they play with it yeah they play episode. with it here because it's not they're not it's abed wants to use it for storytelling, yeah. and then he realizes it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the arc. But of then what it, it, here. it works kind of brilliantly in one scene later on. Oh which yes, we'll, we'll get to. Uh, so I noticed here in this opening scene, um, Frankie is reading a magazine called By Vine. Yeah, which is some kind of wine magazine, I believe. Yes, <laughs> or just grape aficionados. Something about that. <laughs> uh, whatever it is, it's something that uh, is in Elroy's RV. They are. In Elroy's RV. I don't know if we specified that specifically. Yeah, yeah, El- Elroy lives out of an RV, and that's what they're using to transport the hand. Yes. Strapped uh, to the roof. It's strapped to the roof. Uh, okay, so then uh, Dean wants to have a word with... Or Elroy wants to have a word with Dean privately. Yeah, they're trying to have a private conversation behind... A vinyl curtain. <laughs> vinyl curtain. Which doesn't really work. <laughs> um, and uh, Dean... Uh, there's a great little moment here where uh, Elroy says, I didn't know you were all going to... Uh, all of you are going to be here in my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Dean says, it's okay. Everyone has dirty dishes, CD-ROM porn, and photos with biracial teenagers uh, at a park. Does the Dean have photos of himself with biracial teenagers at a park? Is that what he's implying? No, I don't think so. I think he was just trying to comfort Elroy. <laughs> and uh, then, Are I, these relatives of Elroy's, would you say? I think so. Okay. But I think the Dean is weird and doesn't understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he feels embarrassed. Yeah. Also, uh, CD-ROM porn. That makes sense for Elroy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm trying to unpack this biracial, <laughs> the biracial teens because uh, in the email leak episode, uh, I thought he had talked about how he doesn't have family. Well, that's or, what I was wondering. That's why I'm theorizing, theorizing yeah, good. that maybe these biracial teens are from the family he had been corresponding with. Oh my God, the fake family. Yeah. That, oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. I kind of like that. Yeah. That he found a way to meet them and they didn't... Or, we know he's a computer man. Oh, no. Maybe he photoshopped himself into some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and we also never... Uh, is it a possible theory that... Um, uh, what's her name? Julie from Natalie is Freezing and him have children? Oh, yeah. That we they never talked about? Uh, I guess but that would be family, no? Yeah. He said he has no family. Well, maybe they abandoned him or maybe something. Maybe they're estranged. Estranged, or but dead. he sees them sometimes. Yeah. He sees the dead children sometimes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's just an interesting thing to note. Yeah. But anyway, he says he, he miscalculated the mileage, Elroy does, mm-hmm. and they're just about out of gas. Yeah. Uh, which Dean says, you know, don't let's not tell anybody. <laughs> we don't want to cause a panic. Mm. So he opens the curtain, Frankie asks if they're out of gas, and Dean immediately goes into an insane panic, yeah. where he believes the needle to be invisible, which it wasn't, <laughs> and uh, he says, in his life, I've never seen so little gas. <laughs> <laughs> well, he even says the needle is being eaten by the yeah, gas the, tank. The engine maybe tried to use it as fuel. <laughs> Uh, which his answer to that is everyone plug in your phones. We gotta, we gotta get juice in our phones. Yeah. Well, that's Jeff's answer. Oh, that's Jeff's answer. Jeff says, you know, we can't control the gas. Let's, we got focus on what we can't control. Like are our phones charged? Jeff is full of bad ideas in this episode. (laughs) Actually, is it Annie who says our phones aren't charged? It's Jeff's idea to plug in the phone. I think Jeff just says focus on what we can't control. And then maybe Annie comes in with the phone thing. Oh, well, whatever the case is, uh, the case may be. 
they plug in their phones and that causes the battery to be immediately drained. Yes. <laughs> so the RV uh, pulls over to a Which, stop. to my knowledge, is not how batteries work. Well, that's why Jeff has a later jab about yeah. the RV's weirdly fragile battery. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think when you plug in six phones at the same time. Yeah, but if your battery dies, you only need your battery to start a car. That's why jumper cables work. I guess. I mean, it's out of juice. <laughs> what if the RV stops? Yeah, they have to pull. I mean, he pulls over. He recognizes. Yeah. Elroy recognizes something weird has happened. Well, it starts oh, swerving. Like, it starts getting weirdly choppy and swerving. And then yeah. Elroy pulls over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff warns him not to flood it, <laughs> which would come up again later. Uh and uh, uh, as Elroy points out, that's not a thing that applies here. Uh, I do want to point out, so in, in the cabin of the RV, in the living room, dining room, kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, several items are visible, uh, like stickers or band posters. Yeah. Uh, and I caught, one of them is Kneecap Jenny. Yeah. That seems to be some kind of bumper sticker he's affixed yeah. inside there. And another one is Forlorn Embassy. This all like seems a like contemporaries of Natalie's freezing. Exactly. That's yeah. what I thought was some good set dressing. Yeah. That they, uh, Elroy was really into Natalie's freezing yeah. and everything else at the time. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I want to look out for those in the future. Kneecap Jenny and Forlorn Embassy. Definitely. Until um, they start calling around. Cause they, I, they... I think this is where they get the three weeks later. The first one. Okay. It becomes a, a recurring image of Abed is trying to flash back to three weeks earlier. Yeah. Uh, so the three weeks earlier pops up, uh, there's at the end of a meeting yeah. about the hand. Yeah. Frankie is holding just a picture of a hand, like mm-hmm. on an iPad. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. And, uh, she says, so we all agree. Everyone but Dean raises their hand, uh, is settled. Uh, Abed says, so I'm, I'm going to establish this as a flashback point. And Jeff says meeting adjourned. Yeah. And then as soon as Jeff gets up, yeah. flashback is over. Yeah. Which is a great bit of like, uh, <clears throat> you think it's going to be a flashback, but then it just explains nothing. It explains, yeah, it explains yeah. nothing, and yeah. then uh, it becomes a great recurring, yes. like, weird thing. Yeah. Uh, so both Frankie and Annie are calling tow truck places or AAA or whatever, and they're doing the same technique. Yeah. Am I am I ahead too far? No, no, you're, you're fine. Okay. I thought I'd written a note about this, but I hadn't. Okay. And uh, I, I wrote, all I wrote down for this is Frankie equals Annie. I think, <laughs> I, I think it, this is very clear. At other times, she's been compared to other characters, but yeah. I, I think she's, she's some future Annie. Closest to Annie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Annie's come back in time. Well, I'll tell you. Called herself Frankie. This is a technique that I myself have used. Really? Yeah. So. Uh, and the technique is if someone puts you on hold. You don't wait. You hang up. You call right back. You don't think you lose your place in the line? No. You don't think there's a line? No. I think mo- I think a lot of time. I think a lot of time it's bullshit, and I think a lot of time they just cold forget about you. <laughs> and I'll tell you when I use this most when I'm calling a busy a busy pizza place on a Friday night. All right. Because I I used to be a sucker just like you. They'd put me on hold for five minutes sometimes. Uh huh. And then I I I'd eventually hang up and call back. And guess what? They'd answer me right away. Yeah. <laughs> there was not a line. Well, Clearly someone put me on hold, went to do something, and then no one else realized what was going on. I get this at my work. Yeah. Uh, I call up uh, another department, and yeah. uh, they'll say, hold on. And if, if, if here's my technique. If a minute goes by, I'll hang up and try again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it shouldn't take them longer than that to check whatever they need to check. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I know that they've immediately forgotten <laughs> yeah. that they answered a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they're using the same technique. Abed gets Annie to stop, and then there's the great moment where Frankie, something like, "Why our, don't you tell us an hour ago?" Yeah. What do you mean? Our, our we're RV full of crazy ladies. <laughs> <laughs> RV full of crazy ladies. Yeah. Because they've called probably twenty times yeah. by now. <laughs> uh, and they find out that it's it's Armed Forces Day. Yes. Uh, and there's a parade. And all three tow trucks in a two hundred mile radius are at the, are in the parade. Mm-hmm. Which Armed Forces Day is at some point in May. Yeah. Uh, which is also Memorial Day. Yep. Is in May. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the two uh, holidays are fighting each other in a sense. Yeah. As, as I forget who has the line, but it's a good line. Uh, it's another uh, uh, military holiday, just living in Memorial Day shadow, like some kind of weird Hanukkah. <laughs> yes. I think the dean says that. That's a good line. That's a good line. Um. And then there's uh, Annie has a in a moment of desperation says maybe they'll we can convince the parade to come this way if we offer them 
instruments, <laughs> which I love that because it's 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 a fa- it's a bad plan on two levels. Yeah. A, a parade doesn't need just people to give them more instruments. Yeah. B, they don't have instruments. <laughs> <laughs> but in Annie's brain, it's like, okay, what do parades like? Instruments. <laughs> what do parades like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they said <clears throat> they don't just rewrap parades. And then a, a classic Britta moment where it's it's sort of uh, politically rebellious but means nothing. Yeah. Where she says they rewrited Kennedy's parade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which Jeff piggybacks on and he says, great, let's just call off the CIA and tell them we want to assassinate a president. Yeah. It's just like, I, I, I know that Jeff doesn't believe what Britta's saying in that yeah. moment, but it's, why would Jeff even say that? <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's not, it's, that's not Jeff. Yeah. Stop it, Jeff. <laughs> but, oh, I don't even think, I, I is this when Elroy comes in and he tries to explain what's going on? Uh, my I next, think so. My next note is about them wanting to eat Annie. Well, I think Dean says that and then Elroy comes in and okay, explains so what's we'll going on. Okay, so we'll talk about that. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dean says, you know, we're going to start to freeze to death, have to, and all in the back of our minds answer that question, who are we going to eat first? Obviously, Annie. She gets offended. Uh, and then he says, it's not it's not a judgment. It's about biology. <laughs> now, what do you think that means? I don't know, because she's, <laughs> in my mind, she's the smallest. Yeah. And she's, she... I mean, that's the classic go-to trope is when a group of people are planning to eat somebody. They yeah. go for the biggest person. Yeah. And then also, uh, I mean, she, I, I don't know if she's the skinniest, but she's not the fattest. No. Uh, well, so, she's got two, two, two areas with high fat content. What do you, what do you mean? Her brain? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. what else? About. You know what I'm talking about. It's her brain and you what else? You know what I'm talking about, Andrew. <laughs> do you think that's what Dean's talking about? Maybe. Because I think going by like, I mean, uh, Dean would never say this, but biggest is probably Jeff. He's very tall. Uh, I would think Elroy is maybe the biggest because he's not, he's not quite as tall as Jeff, but uh-huh. he's, he's thicker. Mm, mm, mm. Interesting. Yeah. All very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the but I think if anything, Dean picks Annie because he likes her the least. You think Dean likes Annie the least? I think it's a possibility. I'm saying he wouldn't say Jeff, even though he's tallest, uh, because Jeff. Yeah. Uh, although that could be another a whole other Dean thing if but, he gets I mean, into Jeff eating is, people. Is, if he starts watching Hannibal, <laughs> who knows what Dean could discover within himself? I don't imagine Jeff has a lot of good meat on him though. That's true. He's a muscly man. Yeah. Isn't that bad? You want fat on an animal? Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about eating humans. <laughs> it's an important conversation. And that's why maybe leading back to Annie, like she's not, it's weird, it's weird to say, but she's not, I mean, she's not fat. Yeah. But like, like that's fatty tissue. What that is. That, that is fatty tissue. She's a very soft person. Is what I'm I, saying. Perhaps she's the and youngest I think, I think, and maybe baby fat is still an issue. I think youngest and softest means best meat, maybe. <laughs> okay. We know Britta's full of toxins. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine Britta would be the worst choice to eat. Yeah. Abed, I think we run into the same problem with Jeff. He's very he's sinewy. Yeah. I'm, you know what? Maybe I'm coming around to, to Dean's way of thinking. Maybe Annie is the best one It's to just eat. biology. It's just biology. <clears throat> anyway, so... Although I still think Elroy's not a bad choice. <clears throat> I mean, maybe they're not going to eat him because it's his RV. Yeah. That's rude. Yeah. <laughs> what about Frankie? We haven't even talked about the potential of eating Frankie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> are you thinking uh, or are you, are you just trying I'm to trying to think like what would what, I'm thinking wh- either uh, why would you eat Frankie or how do I end this conversation <laughs> which one's an easier thing to come up with right now well, let's move on so Elroy comes in yeah he tries to explain what's going on with the battery in the RV and Jeff keeps stepping on uh, his explanation yeah which I think plays into I can't remember when it came up in an episode but uh, Jeff's fake car knowledge doesn't he? Does isn't that a thing that's come up before? Well, I think when he's talking to Troy once, he he, it's revealed that Jeff doesn't have an actual knowledge of cars, but he like reads the magazines. I don't know. I vaguely remember this happening. Okay. I don't. Maybe it's a season four thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe that's what's going on right now. I don't. I don't know. But I I kind of like that Jeff's knowledge of cars is 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 it flooded. Yeah. And it's out of juice. Yeah. Like, that's all that he can do. Oh, oh, I see. So I got another note before this, because I do have a note about that. Okay. And I have one more note before this, which is uh, Abed is still trying to do the flashback thing. Yeah. And it gets maybe the, the most fourth wall breaky community has ever gotten. No. Oh. Because they're, they're wearing very specific terms that are accurate, where he says, didn't you realize this wasn't a show anymore? And Abed says, you mean in season two? Oh, yeah, I can change my mind. Mm-hmm. 
Which directly refer- referring to that time of season two, uh-huh. when it w- that was something that happened in season two. Well, I think we've always known that Abed thinks of their times as seasons. True, but I think just making a specific one-to-one uh, connection there. I thought in the last you episode could... he referenced a season. Well, he said week episodes in the season master. There was another time this season where he referenced another season. Well, I think he says this season, but it, I'm calling it up by number, and the number matches up to the real world number. I vaguely remember him saying something about saying season is, three. If, la- you, in, in, if you want to, point. you could read this as breaking the fourth wall. It definitely breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. And you're saying it's the most fourth wall breaky. Yeah. That I'm not sure of. All right. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that fight was after Elroy uh, came in. No, because I... But I guess it's before, because you're right, because... Elroy, come, they so they talk about eating Annie. Yeah. Then they have the fight with Abed, and then Elroy comes in because he goes, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Jeff is just trying to finish Elroy's sentences to to look as though he's reaching the same conclusions at yeah. the same time. Uh, but I think this fight with Abed is very important. Yeah. Uh, because it it is a very fourth wall breaky thing, but I think it's also another one of the times where. They're directly referring to the way that certain people who watch the show get mad that it's too meta. Yeah. Or that the meta-ness isn't equal every time or whatever. Yeah. Because Jeff is like, is it a show? Is it not a show? Is it a show about this or a show about that? Is it a good show? A bad show? Yeah. He brings up all the different things that people who watch the show have brought up in such a way where... But in a way that it makes makes sense because it's Abed is the one who's saying all these things. Yeah, Abed is the surrogate. (laughs) Yeah. And... Um, uh, so then, and then Annie says, do you want it to be a show about this? And he's like, oh, God, you're right. Abed, get back here. Because he had banished Abed to the back of the RV in, yeah. the, in the initial round of the fight. And I like, they shake hands, and Jeff says, I'm not sorry. And Abed yeah. says, it's not good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, and then there's a great I forget what sets it up, but um, somehow Abed reinforces his point. Uh, and Annie says, Abed, we're all on your side. If, you, if, you, if you're also on your side, it's petty. Yeah. Which I love that line, and I love Abed's sort of uh, disgusted reaction to it. That's a really great moment. And I know this also happens somewhere in this scene where uh, Jeff makes fun of Dean uh, for his plans with the hand. Yeah. Where he says, you're going to put a plaque on it that says, whatever Jeff <laughs> give says. A hand, give a hand to my brain. Yeah. And then he says, no, it's supposed to be give your brain a hand. You you're make making it sound, it sound dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Elroy suggests two two plans. I forget what the first one is, but the second one is to rewrap the secondary battery. The first one's just waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the second one, which uh, Frankie nicknames "Little Course of Action," <laughs> uh, is to reroute the secondary battery to start the car. He says this will be fine since we haven't turned on the lights, and we all learned the lesson not to use our phones, which is met with blank stares from the <laughs> from the rest of the group. Um, and then Elroy uh, says, "Well, I you can't have plugged in your phones because no one's rushing to unplug them, so I'll just go over here and turn on this light switch." <laughs> He has a great where he describes what the phone what the phones plugged in would be as a cartoonish vampire orgy. Yeah, I love <laughs> that so much because that's what I imagined as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect way to describe it. Uh, so he goes, he flips the light switch, light does not turn on, looks down, and he finds that finds that cartoonish vampiric orgy, <laughs> uh, which includes a hair dryer as well. Yep. Now let me ask you, who do you think was charging their hair dryer, <laughs> or just using a hair dryer? Yeah. Uh, I mean. I mean, going by most vain, Jeff, <laughs> but by going by perhaps most practical, Annie. See, I, I think I think Annie would would know or Frankie because she's professional. She wants to look nice. Uh, I'm gonna say Britta mm. because it's I don't I think Annie is too practical to realize that I'm charging my phone. That's enough. I don't need to really. Over, I think and I think Frank I think Frankie in keeping along with Frankie being Annie has that similar practical okay. strength to her. But I think Britta in terms of just ruining things is like thinking, oh yeah, of course it's no problem to plug in my hair dryer. So my or, money's on Britta. What do you What do you think of maybe it's Elroy's hair dryer and it's just sitting there? I mean, it is his house. That's true. That's possible. It's just mixed in with. It all wasn't the plugged in. It just got mixed in. Yeah. That's also possible. Or just was still Do plugged in. Do you think Elroy uses a hair dryer, though? I don't know. It's just a theory. Okay. I don't think he has enough hair for it. Well, I mean, and also I just, I don't use a hair dryer. Yeah. Like, not all men need hair dryers. Most men, I'm going to say, don't use hair dryers. Sure. Uh, where are we at? So We are at... I think they do another three weeks later in here. Or earlier. three weeks earlier. Yeah. Uh, which as as it goes along, I just I don't have all the exact points, but we'll talk about when we get to the the finale of the three weeks earlier. That's an important one. Yeah. But just leading up to it, what goes on is Abed keeps trying to 
uh, interrupt and say, we need a flashback. We need a flashback here. Yeah. We need to do a flashback. And uh, oh, I'm not even to the, I want to talk about that one. I have the note for the very specific one where he talks about why flashbacks are important. Yeah, I have that note too. Uh, but so I have one note before that. I have two notes. Okay. What are your two notes? Arm knees. Arm, sure. <laughs> uh, for some reason, the dean thinks uh, that with all the crickets going on, it would be... A bad place to work on your stand-up. And then he works on his stand-up. Yeah. We, we got... What are the premises here? Uh, what was the... Oh, the first one. I rented like, Hotel Rwanda. Let me tell you, not a date movie. Yeah. Second one was, what if Arnold Schwarzenegger were bitten by Dracula? Which gets interrupted by the flashback. Yeah. We don't even know what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to, though. I want to suck your blood. But you got to think the Dean's doing it, so it's even worse. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the, the third one was, uh, why don't they just call elbows arm knees? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's that's a, a that's a real good one. I counter that with, why don't they call knees leg elbows? Good. That's, uh, me and Dean could have a comedy team. <laughs> my, my second note is, did you notice Britta's phone has a weird long antenna? I believe we we we've seen that previously. This is gonna be my Jeff's car thing. <laughs> I if we have, I totally missed it because in this scene they don't talk about it at all. They talk about. I mean, previously like season two, previously. Oh, okay, I mean, like a while ago. Well, she um, they make a joke about how her phone is the worst, and so she gets the worst blanket. Well, he specifically, I uh, he he said, uh, I'm scaling it by most energy consuming mm-hmm. gets the smallest blanket. And he gives Britta like a washcloth, basically. Yeah. Uh, that way, whoever's most at fault dies first. Is his reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, in a fit of, uh, he, he kind of lets out all his rage and, and caves and gives Britta a real blanket. Mm-hmm. He throws on her head, which she does not take off for like a very long time. Yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah. Uh, but I still want to talk about this as an antenna. Like, what's going on with this phone antenna? She has an old shitty phone. But it's an antenna like I've never seen on an old phone. It's, it's it extends the length of her body. I think it's I think this is a self modification. It's like it's like when you wrap foil around the rabbit ears. I yeah, this is definitely what's going on here. Your thing. Like, she is, she's, she's made some modifications to keep her phone functioning. I think that's true. Yeah. Okay. Did you have another note besides those before this important flashback uh, moment? Uh Bird was getting high. That's when she takes off the Oh blanket. sure. Um and then the important flashback moment. Which I really, really like. This is a great moment. So he yeah. flashes back again. Dina stormed out. Or Dina's, they're in a fight with they're Dean. In a, they're beginning a fight with the Dean because everyone everyone's saying I'm sorry except, except the Dean. Dean. Yeah. And he's the most at fault because he bought the hand. Yes. He bought the hand that led to the road trip. Yes. Uh, so then Abed flashes back and he's uh, saying the importance of, 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 a, of a flashback and how a normal road trip story goes. Mm. Which is act one is them deciding to go on the trip. Uh, act two uh, is the trip Something bad happens. culminating in a disaster, yeah. and then Act three is them coming home. So um, in this case, if the first act is them is the disaster, yeah, then either we act we have to establish that Act one is a flashback, or something worse is going to happen in Act two. Yeah, and then he comes back to the present day, and he's realizing since Act one was not a flashback, yeah, he has the moment of realization where he's like, oh shit, something worse is going to happen. Yeah, which is uh, the dean leaving. Yes, and this is a really an excellent use of uh, a non-flashback because uh, as as it becomes clear later in the episode, the, the, these flashbacks did not actually happen. No, I think what happened was the first flashback happened, and then the rest are not. The rest are Abed trying to fix it. Yes, <laughs> uh, but I, I I think this is really it's a really smart way of like having the sort of flashback structure. But it's still it's still in a way that moves the forward forward in in real time in the yeah. present. Yeah. Really well done. That, that 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 Dan Harmon he knows what he's doing. He does. And and gutter balls. Well, it was Guterman. Dan Guterman. Guterman. The two Dans get doing good work on this episode. Was Guterman a last name of a side character? I don't know. Perhaps. I feel like that was the security guard. Could have been. No, that was. Well, who knows? Who can say? <laughs> No one can find out. Yeah, <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, so the dean storms out, and uh, Frankie says, "Don't go after him." Frankie we... says, "Relax, I know that." Yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> uh, she says, "We got to treat it like trait craning, yeah, <laughs> or crate training, trait craning." Yeah, uh, a dog. I'm having a time here. <laughs> no matter how bad you feel, you can't let him in and sleep in bed with him. <laughs> um, but Abed does go out. Yes, because uh, Abed realizes something's about to happen. Yeah, he, do you think, so Abed goes out with the hopes that he can convince the Dean to flashback with him. He's the only one who can flashback Not, with him. No, I don't think so. No? I think Abed goes out to prevent the disaster, mm-hmm. and then when the disaster starts to happen, he believes that flashing back together is the way to fix it. Okay. 
because he goes out the the dean has climbed on top of the rv and sitting on the hand sitting on the hand yeah abed joins him also sitting on the hand yeah and the dean says you know why this hand is so important <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like I don't. What is the dean no, doing no. with his hand? What does he want? I can't I mean, only he's op- assume he's operating on a level of dean logic that is not for us to understand. I. I mean, I just on a basic level, is the dean using? Does the dean want this hand for sexual reasons? I'm gonna say, perhaps mm-hmm. on a subconscious level. Yeah. I don't think the dean thinks it's sexual. Oh, okay. But I think it may be sexual. <laughs> Like, do you think the Dean wants to stand in the grip for a little bit for some reason? Like, he wants to feel the maybe, feeling of being held? I think maybe he just he is drawn to it in ways that he can't explain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so they when Abed sits on the hand, they talk a little, and then one of the straps break. Yes. On the hand. Uh, to which Abed says, "Wait, you, don't you don't get off the hand. Me. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is perhaps the funniest flashback. Yeah, this one's great. So uh, the meeting is just about to adjourn, uh, and then Abed slightly raises his hand and says, "I would like to move that we have extra thick straps placed on the hand." <laughs> uh, and then he, he looks over to Dean. Dean. Dean agrees. Jeff tries to end the meeting, so Dean tases him. Uh, and then uh, they do the extra thick straps dance, yep, which is delightful. Yeah, and they're just chanting extra thick, extra, extra thick, thick straps, extra, extra thick, thick straps, extra thick straps. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, and then we we come back to the present. Abed and, says, "Hey, that fixed it." And Dean says, "Of course it didn't, because that didn't actually happen." Which Abed looks a little shocked. Yeah, he's really surprised that didn't work. Uh, and then the hand falls off the RV. Yes. There's a line that I wrote down as a note before this that I forgot to mention that I just mm. want to quickly slide in there. Please go ahead. When Abed first comes out to join the Dean, he says, uh, I can't cry anymore unless someone brings me a Pedialyte. <laughs> Which, uh, what's going on with the Dean's health? Well, and when the Dean... A minute of crying has <laughs> deplenished his, his natural juices to the point where he needs a Pedialyte. No, when he leaves, he also says, you can't tell me not to cry. <laughs> yeah. I think he cries a lot. Yeah. I think there's a lot of crying in yeah. the Dean's life. Not since Troy has there been a big uh, a bigger crier in the community universe. Yeah, I think when you got to rank the criers, you got Troy, then Dean. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. And then maybe Annie. I'll agree with that. And then Leonard, I think. Because the one tier in last week's episode? He's done that single tier a couple episode. of times. <laughs> I think we've seen... Uh, name, tier... name one other example. <laughs> like tears in the rain. <laughs> Even when Hickey stole his meatballs, he didn't cry. Later on he did. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Pedialyte. He's got to get some Pedialyte. So, so then the, the gang gets in the RV. They go to some Pedialyte store. They believe the Dean is trapped under the hand. Yeah. So the hand falls off the roof. And yeah. I, I love this moment that they decided to include. We're inside the RV. And he says, I think something fell off the roof. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then Britta says, that's dumb. That's a stupid question. Obviously, something fell off the roof. The question is what? <laughs> <laughs> I think that just points out both of those questions are dumb. Yeah. And it's dumb in movies and TV shows when they do that. Yeah. When it's like, what happened? But it's, it's also like, kind of like, very clear what you kind of need a moment of them reacting. Like, it would be weird and jarring if they just ran right out. You need some kind of I, moment. And I, I think this is a really smart way to have that moment. Yeah, in an episode where they're calling out flashbacks for being dumb, yeah. they're calling this out for being dumb this as is, well. This is community goes after Hollywood this episode. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the, the weird thing is, so, however the hand fell... Yeah. Abed was still on the roof. He yeah. climbs down from the roof. Well, I think I think Abed just has good enough reflexes to stand up and place his feet firmly before it falls. Well, and then when they lift up the hand, the dean is not under it. Yeah. I don't know if the dean fell off. I think the dean fell off. But he didn't fall under the hand. Here's okay, the hand so Dean is sitting on the hand. Dean and Abed sitting on the hand. Okay. Hand starts to fall. Dean and Abed on the hand. Hand starts to fall. Good. Abed stands up, so he's firm. He's planted on the roof of the RV. Yeah. Dean is falling with the hand, uh-huh. but he's on top of the hand. Uh-huh. So the hand twists. Good. Dean kind of launches away from the hand, mm. does an expert tuck and roll to mm. land safely on the ground, yeah. clear of the hand, Yeah. quickly runs to the other side of the RV uh-huh. in the time it takes Jeff and, uh, Jeff and the gang. I, was gonna, I wanted to say Annie and Britta, but mm-hmm. somehow Jeff came out of my mouth. Good. <laughs> now it takes them to react and Abed to come down from the roof. He is already hiding on the other side of the RV. Yeah. 
Then they think he's out of the hand. They lift the hand. Once they see he's not there, that's when Dean comes around and gets back in the RV. Hmm. Because I also that's my timeline of events. I also found it really weird that when the hand fell, it didn't make a louder noise. It seemed like a very soft landing. I don't agree with that. But it landed on the road. It didn't land on like grass. It did not seem soft. I don't. I I think there was a crash. I felt like it would be louder. There was a definite crash. Well, I feel like it should have been louder. Well, you're not a Foley artist. No, I'm not. <laughs> and I guess that's proof. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, whatever happened, uh, I, I guess the Dean had to have fallen off with the hand. It doesn't make sense that he's up on the roof as well with Abed because Abed climbs down. Yeah. There's no way that he could have snuck past Abed like that. Yeah. Or fooled Abed into thinking he fell when he's really still up there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess he fell yeah. with the hand. But in a way that he didn't get injured. Let me ask you this, and this is totally unrelated. Okay. You ever been on the roof of an RV? No. Me neither. You want to? Yeah. I'll tell you why. Let's get an RV. Anytime, anytime I see a ladder, I want to climb it. Anything, anything that is accessible by ladder uh-huh. is a place that I want to be. For some reason, it's just this weird innate desire. Me... I'm talking about roofs. Yeah. I'm talking about roofs of RVs. Uh-huh. I'm talking about anything where a ladder. I'm talking about crow's nests. Let me tell you this. At my school, there are, are new buildings, mm-hmm. newish buildings. They're yeah. like semester old now. And I, I have a class on the second floor of one of them. And yeah. they're kind of open air buildings. Okay. There is one of those ladders that goes up to the roof. But the you can see that it's like locked, like the top part. Yeah. But I still want to climb it. Like yeah. I still want to climb that yes, ladder, right? Even though I know it's inaccessible to me. And it's not even just about the climb. It's like I want to I want to be somewhere that is accessible by ladder. Well, I want like I want people to look and go, oh yeah, he's supposed to be up there. Yeah, like, that's right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's good. I tell you, there were at at uh, at, at my church growing up, there uh-huh. were two ladders. Oh. One that led to the sort of loft area where the cameraman would stand and film the sermon. Oh, okay. And I was the cameraman. Oh. So that was a ladder that was a joyous time where I got to climb that ladder. And you were supposed to. Like and that I was, was supposed to. Yeah. That was a good time. <laughs> then there was a second, much bigger ladder that led to the roof of the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And I would always see it when I was backstage, because I was also like a stagehand, so mm-hmm. I would be backstage a lot. I would always, always see that ladder. I'd always, always want to climb it, and I never got to. Yeah, ch- churches and theaters have a lot of great backstage ladder type things going on. Oh, there was a ladder at my high school theater that yep. I, I did get to climb and was supposed to. <laughs> and that attic where the ladder led, that was the haunted part of the theater. Because as we, as we all know, all theaters all are haunted. theaters are haunted. Uh, yeah, that there was a kid who one night, like the night of the show, one of the actors got super freaked out because he was convinced he saw a ghost in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like a thing, like that was the, like, you know, I feel like in addition to all theaters being haunted, all, at least high school productions have some, some peril before the show starts, some problem that needs to fix. Oh yeah. And, I can think every time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that night it was that one of the actors was scared of a ghost. <laughs> That's a great peril. Yeah. Um, Did you grow up in a sitcom? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, for that, I mean, for that one night, it was very sitcom <laughs> Uh, let's go back to this now. Enough, enough ladder talk. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, the Dean gets into the RV and locks the door. Yeah. Uh, which Elvis says, hey, that's my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's locked everyone out, so they're all supposed to freeze to death. Yeah. Uh, which Abed, uh, does he realize he needs to, or he tries to flash back again to fix it? Well, what happens is Jeff says, get it, get it together, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then Abed says, oh, I've become obsessed with these flashbacks. Uh, this was a four guys in, or a couple guys in an RV, and I, I got all Christopher Nolan on it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Jeff says, good, you realize that now, so you can you can man up and go in there and, and, and help the Dean. Cause and get he, it in the end zone, he says. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Abed <laughs> says, I'm glad you recognize my love of sports. My, my well-established love and of sarcasm. <laughs> athletics. Yeah. I think he says end sarcasm. Oh, okay, okay. Like as a robot would. Well, sure. <laughs> that makes way more sense. <laughs> uh, so then uh, Abed says, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go solve this. And then he, fla- and he immediately yeah, Whenever he flashes back, back, he makes a face. He makes kind of like a... A concentration face. Yeah. And at one point he even does like a gasp. Yeah. I like that as a good flashback lead in. He goes... Yeah. <gasps> Like that's a that's a really good like that's good that one. leads into a flashback. And I will say a lesser a lesser show would have made jokes about him looking like he's trying to poop. Yep. But community did not do that. They say the poop a, joke that for was later. A great poop joke, but it was not involved with that. <laughs> no. 
Um, which is also maybe like a kind of a great misdirect. Like you're like this whole episode leads you to expect a poop joke, and then it comes in a place you wouldn't expect. <laughs> but he oh wait, he flashes back, and this time it's him saying, "I don't think I should do flashbacks." And then another Abed comes in and says, "Great idea, Abed." No more flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, which let me just say they they made a point we haven't mentioned it. They made a point of of Jeff and I believe other characters saying to Abed, "Flashbacks aren't time travel." Yes. Like that's yeah. Abed seems to have a very. Uh, uh, well, because he clearly thinks that there's time travel in, in within the, the story, the yeah. Extra thick straps uh-huh. moment. It, well, yes, and and just in in a storytelling kind of way that it's a kind of time travel for the yeah. characters. Uh, but th- that's just Abed's misconception of what flashbacks do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here he really believes it's time travel because he pops in with his with, in his own flashback. Yes. <laughs> To tell himself not to do a thing. Yeah. Uh, Jeff of course doesn't work. Then Jeff slaps him. Jeff sl- gives him a slap. Right There's some the very uh, physical Excuse things me. going on between Jeff and Abed this season. Yeah. Uh, with the, the choking mm-hmm. scene, mm-hmm. Uh, which mm-hmm. people online were very distressed about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I was too, but but uh, it was it was Jeff's anger issues, which we've seen before. Mm-hmm. And this again, uh, Jeff's anger issues. And here they are in kind of a life-threatening situation. Yeah. They might uh, freeze to death. They might peril themselves with injury. Uh, from sleeping outside. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, Jeff says to Frankie, "You try and do better. You do, you try to get him to do something normal without abusing him." Yeah. What he says. So then Frankie says, "Okay, Abed, don't you remember this whole thing is a flashback? <laughs> the real story is in the future." Yes. So then we flash forward a to 30... 30 standard galactic time units later. Yeah. Yeah. And we see uh, Space Elder Abed and Space Elder <laughs> Frankie. <laughs> and and, and a, Space a, Elder Frankie says. Uh, look at this. This all is so preventable. Yeah, they're standing in a sort of ruined wasteland. <laughs> With the RV in the hand. Yes. Uh, and, she, and she says, Abed, can you go back and fix it? And he says, yes, I can. Can you send can. your mind back? Yeah. <laughs> and he says, yes, I can. And then Space Elder Britta shows up to say, hey, I'm Space Elder Britta. What are you guys talking about? To which Frankie and Abed give a very strange look. Yeah. <laughs> and then Space Elder Abed sends his mind back. Yes, to current day Abed, which is the Abed we know and love. Mm-hmm. And he says, I am here now, child. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then he gives, a, he gives a winger speech. He gives a winger speech to the Dean. That's a really good winger speech. Yeah. About how hands have two functions, to grip and release. Mm-hmm. And the more you grip onto one thing, the, the more you release other things that yeah. you could have had. Uh, and it works. Dean comes out. Uh, Elroy, who had gone to check the other side of the RV, finally returns after way too long. Yeah. Uh, and when she said, uh, he says, Brit- I do- <laughs> "Well, Britta says took you took you long enough." Yeah. And then he says, "I'd be lying if I said I didn't poop." <laughs> <laughs> then he says, "Then did you lie?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Andy says, "Could you lie?" <laughs> yeah. 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 And he yeah. says, "Yes, yes, I can." But really, That's- let's talk logistics. <laughs> you can't. I knew it. I knew it. Not. <laughs> You're not supposed to poop in an RV. But what is the point then? Of what? A toilet. Peeing. But why not a just a urinal? <laughs> because then ladies can't use it. Why is there not like... Are you saying that it is an understood rule you're not supposed to poop in an RV? Yes. Then, like, what's the point? <laughs> Peeing. You can pee anywhere. <laughs> but wouldn't you rather pee in a toilet? I don't know if you're driving on a road trip if you're in that mindset <laughs> and he's willing to poop outside well i mean maybe he did it for the good of the group yeah because that's he the knows that you... the rv is going to be stuck for a little longer yeah and if you poop in an rv it's a septic tank that's part of the rv it will smell that's why you don't poop in an rv but they have when you go to rv stops you can plug in your thing and empty it yeah so you i mean if anything you should at least Realize that you need to poop at a time when you're going to empty the tank sooner. Listen, it's an understood rule that you don't poop in an RV, all right? Dave Matthews learned that the hard way. I know that the story comes from somewhere, but I don't remember where I the story. Is it from you talking to to me? Uh, the Dave Matthews poop incident. Yeah, I believe I first heard about it on Duty Calls, but it's it's a. Or I maybe mean, you just told me. I don't can, even I mean, know. you can. It's a real story. You can look it up. It was in the news. Dave Matthews tour bus. They obviously did not care about this rules. They were pooping in it. Uh-huh. And there was some kind of malfunction with the tank. Maybe. And cars driving behind the Dave Matthews tour bus uh-huh. got sprayed with Dave Matthews poop. Ooh. And that's a good reason you don't poop in an RV or a tour bus. I'm now trying to think, maybe I heard a similar version from uh, 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 from Jeff from Harmontown. Maybe. 
uh, Jeff Davis. Jeff Davis. Jeff B. Davis. Jeff B. Davis. Not the not creator of Wu Teen Wolf. And not the Civil War <laughs> general? President? Who was Jefferson Davis? I thought it He was the president of the Confederacy. Of the Confederacy. That's what it was. And not. Uh, isn't. Isn't there another Jeff, or no, Jim Davis, not Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield, Garfield, yeah, (laughs) as he was credited once in a very badly written article. (laughs) Um, But yeah, because Jeff Davis has a lot of experience with touring. It's true. Uh, He's going to go on those Who's Line tours. I think it came up uh, for the Harmontown tour. Yeah. Uh, and he also says you don't poop. You in don't an poop RV. in an RV. You don't poop in an RV. But or I remember that bus. there's a story, and I think I think Jeff Davis told it. That's what I'm saying. All right. I don't remember specifically if it was the Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. Name? But when you said it, it clicked in my brain okay. that that's what happened. That's what rest stops are for. I I can't fully agree with you. I'm sorry. Why not? If I have an RV, I'm gonna poop you've in got, it. You've got me. Jeff Davis is on my side of this. You've got what happened in the Dave Matthews incident as a warning post. If I have, if I have an RV, I'm gonna poop in it. Don't poop in RVs. It's understood. If I buy an RV, I'm gonna poop in that. Now listen, if you live in an RV like Elroy, yeah, and you live in a trailer park, then it is possible to have your your tank just connect to a septic tank in the ground. Sure, just like a normal house. Do you think there's then some... you poop in an RV? Do you think there's but some? But if you're kind on of... the road, you don't poop in an RV. Do you think there's at Greendale, there's some kind of septic connection that he's plugged into? Do you think that's why he stopped there? Because he is stopped at Greendale. Like, that's a... It's true. That's a place where he has stopped for the night. Yeah. That's how they caught him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I think possibly Greendale's <laughs> the kind of place. Or Greendale's just the kind of place where he knows <clears throat> he can poop in their bathrooms and no one will stop him. That's true. Who do you think has the list of best bathrooms to poop in at Greendale? Me, Matt Benson, is that possible? <laughs> well, do you think it's do you think it's Leonard, uh, or do you think it's Garrett Lambert? Because I think between those two, oh. it's one of them. You know, I think. Oh, I think Garrett, with his health problems, would want a nice bathroom. Of those two, I think it's gonna. I, w- I would go Leonard because I think Garrett does have his health problems, but mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't see him possessing the organizational capabilities. Whereas Leonard likes the best things in life, and he, I think that would lead to him. But you also have to ask yourself, and we know. As established a few episodes back, Leonard does spend a lot of time in bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, he was emptying his hard bar. drive at the Vatican. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Did we do all the flashbacks? I, you know what else? I'm gonna I'm gonna come out with two more theories of who ha- who might have the list of best bathrooms. Hmm. Jeff, for clean cl- clean freak reasons, and because he was homeless for a time, so yes. perhaps. Uh, or Abed, who I think just makes lists of all kinds. That's true. He and did th- accidentally make a list of all the women's period Periods. cycles. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think just his 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 pension for organizing everything in a neat little boxes might have at some point included the restrooms. You know, even organizational skills. That's Annie. That's true. She would perhaps. Know I think it's possible. I would like to see every single where member. They, they didn't realize it, but they all discovered they all have lists of best bathrooms. But they're all and different. Would, here, yeah, exactly. Here's how it would come up. Someone like Jeff would be like, "Okay, God, well, we need a bath. Obviously, this is the best bathroom." And then A would be like, mm, "I don't think so." Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we sorted that out. Let's move on. Jesus Christ, that was really good. Um, uh, <laughs> we so wrap this up. Go they have work. decided that the uh, they're going to keep the hand. Uh, they're not going to sell it. Yes. And they go back to the school and the hand... In tribute to Abed's winger speech. Yeah. And because the dean just likes the hand so much. Yeah. Uh, so they, they're keeping the hand. They put it outside. They they stand it upright. Yes. So that the wrist is pointed at the ground. It's, or like forearm. It's yeah. so long. And the fist is pointed at the sky. Yeah, the gripping fist hand. Yeah. And there is a... Um, sort what do of you call live strong type bracelet. Yeah, a live strong type bracelet that says, keep a loose grip. Yeah. That's a... That's a thing they want to um, make you um, remember. Like a stand that just says Greendale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just somewhere on campus. We yeah. don't know what building it's by. <laughs> yeah. As Dean mentioned earlier, we could he put it by the art place. building. We could put it by the, the woodshop building. Wood if we shop. cut off one of the fingers. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, good stuff. And then Shang comes in covered in feathers. Yeah, and kind of, and I think this is another like weird tribute to flashbacks where. Yeah. When you do when you do something like that, sometimes you'll come back and another weird thing has happened. Yeah. But we don't even know why Chang's covered in feathers. Yeah, he, he starts says, to the explain. The reason I'm covered in feathers, feathers, yeah, is because, and then it cuts to the hand. Yeah, and then the talk to the hand. It says. <laughs> and then we get the that tag. would be a better plaque. Talk to no, the hand. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. And then we get the tag. The tag explains who was going to buy the hand. Yes. Because uh, earlier in the episode, Jeff said that there's a bigger weirdo who wants to buy the hand with cash on eBay. Yes. 
and they're delivering it. And that's Matt Besser. Matt Besser playing a man named Blake. Yep. With a B. Yep. <laughs> he call. He's. We see him calling, uh, presumably the dean or the school. Yeah. To see where the hand is. Just confirming we got that address right. Uh, yeah. There's a long driveway. Sometimes it's confused with a street. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then his wife comes in, Here, played by his real life. Here's wife, a weird theory that I have. Danielle Snyder. If this was on network Schneider. TV, they would have cut it off at that phone call. Recording in the same weird stereo way. We otherwise. are. We're recording. You ready? Yeah. Okay, we're back. We had some technical difficulties. The memory card was full. Uh, you know what happens. But we were talking about the tag, which uh, you were saying that you you believe uh, a network show would have cut off the dark ending. Yeah. But thanks to Yahoo, we get this uh, Yahoo! extra dark comic moment uh, where we find out why. So the, the, the one beat why he's buying the giant hand is he has a giant watch already. Yeah. But then we get the added beat where the yeah. wife comes in, who yeah. you said is played by his, his, real, life his wife, real life wife, Danielle Schneider. And uh, we find out that she doesn't like that he buys these extra large items. Yeah. These larger than life items. And the reason why is that their normal size son <laughs> disappeared when he gave him a giant size kite. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's there's a lot of tension between them about this. Yeah. He believes the sun is still alive, floating away, waiting for him to catch him yeah. with a giant size hand. Yeah, that's why he wants the big hand. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he'd be disappointed when he sees that it's already gripped? <laughs> well, it's got a little it's got a little favorite size landing <laughs> hole. Because <laughs> I would think if you were trying to catch somebody, you would you would want a palm. Yeah, extended. you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't catch like that. Perhaps he's thinking he can hold up this giant hand in such a way, attach it to some vehicle, and it it will grab the sun. I think it's more of a metaphorical hope. <laughs> <laughs> sure, of course. I don't. I don't. I I got sad news for you and Matt Besser. I, I don't think the hand could have caught the sun. <laughs> no. Uh, even if it was a palm, and even if the sun was alive. Yeah. Because <laughs> who knows how long ago this happened? This. Uh, yeah. This also connects to a weird thing of mine where I don't kites make me nervous. Because uh, I've got a weird reverse fear of heights. Where, You're scared of the ground? Well, if I'm on the ground and I look up at its whole thing, it makes mm -hmm. me nervous. I get this sudden feeling that uh, what if gravity was reversed only for me and I just floated up into the sky and that's how I die? It's a weird, irrational thing. I've only ever heard of one other person sharing this fear with me. And that's comedian Jen Kirkman who talked about it on the Mental Illness Happy Hour. Okay. Uh, but kites, it's a real bad thing because kites, you just feel that tug, just that little tug. <laughs> so kites, if, if you have that weird fear that I and Jen Kirkman have, I would avoid kites because they make me nervous. Mm. So this, you know, that that kid is living my fear. Okay. Or is dead because of my fear. Well, <laughs> plugs. <clears throat> yes, uh, I do another podcast fast called plugs, fast Nerds plugs. I View. You can find it at nvpodcast.com or at Nerds I View or at nvpodcast on networkcom We talk about movies. Go check that out if you like movies. Pick Your Path is another podcast that Benson and I do with David King, award-winning Midnight Marinara podcast. Uh, Pick Your Path is a choose your adventure style podcast. The first episode is up as an enhanced podcast. You need to get a special app or check if you can play enhanced podcasts. Most iOS things do it. Mm -hmm. uh, so check that out. Pick Your Path. Uh, VLC reader does it on, on Android phones. VLC player on Android phones. Yep. Uh, and Patreon. We have Patreon a Patreon page. Patreon.com slash shut up Leonard. Really we'll put a link in the thing. Uh, you can go there and give us uh, whatever money you think we deserve. And also you'll see if you give us enough money, you can help decide what we do bonus episodes on. Bonus. S -s 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 that's it. I got it. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's DR Matt Benson. Go to <coughs> BenViewNetwork.com. Check out all the shows on there like Benview on Spielberg, Popsicles, Matt and Breno's Wrestling Show, and Benson's Boombox. Uh, follow this show on Twitter at ShutUpLenPod. Write us an email at ShutUpLenPodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on iTunes. And by when I say follow, I mean subscribe to and write a review and rate us. Thank you. Goodbye. And my personal Twitter is at PodcasterAndrew. And shut up, Leonard. Good. Hi, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we are the hosts of Radio Brendo Man on the Benview Network. We talk about all kinds of stuff on our podcast. Like what? Like toys and movies and video games and books and other stuff. Poo. Talk about poo? Definitely talk about poo. And you, if, you, if that sounds cool to you and we talk about it every week, go to RadioBrendo.com or go to our page on BenviewNetwork.com. And yeah, thanks a lot. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.